The following is a Nightfall Media production. For more information, check out nightfallmedia.io. Star Wars Nightfall is a not-for-profit RPG actual play podcast set in the Star Wars universe. Nightfall claims no relationship with Disney, Lucasfilm, or any of their partners or affiliates. Nightfall can be found online at starwarsnightfall.com or twitch.tv slash starwarsnightfall. The following episode contains strong language and simulated acts of violence. Listener discretion is advised. May the force be with you. The Clone Wars have ended and the Great Jedi Purge has wiped out most of the galaxy's former heroes. After Photon's betrayal inside the Jedi Temple, the Empire is just as close to finding the ancient homeworld of Tython. Having escaped Fortress Inquisitori, Suzy and his companions must retrace their steps before moving forward. You're listening to Chapter 15 of Star Wars Nightfall. Nightfall is Peyton Castle as Suzy, Richard Capasil as Crick, Justin Chapman as Fenn, Rob Hunter as Dr. Nemowitz, BFM as Nellos Kath, and myself, Zach Som, as the Galaxy Master. All right, Peyton. Hit us with a question of the day. If lightsabers were real technology, what earth mineral would you want your lightsaber to be made out of? Uranium. <laughs> no, uranium. Yeah. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. That's the plan. Ooh, salt. Salt? <laughs> Just because it's plentiful? It adds salt to the wound. Oh, yeah. Extra burn. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Just like uh, uranium. Plus, it'd be white, probably. And that's all the rage right now. Oh, that would be Thank really you, cool. Ahsoka. And then if you had, you know, uranium, you would also probably give somebody cancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's poison awesome. damage. <laughs> yeah. Even if you win the fight. They're yeah. Like, they're dead. 60 years down I'm the road. I'm also dead in like 20 yeah. years. But. <laughs> yeah. Holding that on your hip right there. That's what happened to Palpatine. Uranium <laughs> was going fertile. Mace Windu had nothing to do with it. Not going to go infertile. Makes so much too. sense. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. That's the way I'm meant no, to go. Force conceive. That's, that's the way I'm meant to go. That's No, no. Uh, obsidian. There you go. Dark good, really, yeah. Plus, yeah. like, super sharp. Yeah. Obsidian? Um, I would say, like, dirt. <laughs> <laughs> what mineral? All of them? Like, if you could, like... Dirt saber. Like, you could get it wet and it'd be, like, muddy. Do <laughs> a lightsaber whip. Flossy lightsaber. Yeah, you make a light whip. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, it goes flaccid. <laughs> it goes flaccid in water. If you don't know what a lightsaber with it, whip is, you need to read the Path of Destruction series. It's amazing. Ooh. I have the first book floating around somewhere in this room. I bought it like 11 times because I keep giving it out to people that I don't expect to give it back because I don't care. I want to give them more money. It's a great book. And I would... Yeah? I would be marble. So it would be like white with like little flicks of gray in it. You say marble or marvel? Marble. Oh, I thought you like you were gonna ignite a lightsaber and Spider Man was gonna jump out. <laughs> oh, no, that would be sweet though. Just like a laser being inside of this thing. I don't, I don't understand. Marvels of mineral though. Okay, marble. marble. Continue. Yeah, because then it would be white and have like bits of like black like inside there. To it. Yeah, that would be cool. that's honestly that's probably of all of our answers the only lightsaber like color that doesn't exist. Let's feel a little classy. There's no brown lightsaber, so actually I'm gonna give that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know your lightsaber's brown. Also, how intimidating... No, it's brown. brown. It's just shit brown lightsaber. Yeah, it would be. How intimidating is it? You go up against this guy, ignites his brown lightsaber, and then he dips it in the pool of water next to him, and it comes out (laughs) flaccid. 
So last time we played, you guys were captured inside of Fortress Inquisitori. Um, we met some new friends. Kyle and Case got into a lightsaber battle that I'm pretty sure Case won. Yes. Um, with your new friends, you guys made it to the shuttle bay and escaped, leaving behind the corpse of Photon. Yes, you guys got into the Omega class shuttle. It's a new class of shuttle. No one's ever seen it or heard it before. Mm-hmm. You also met some new friends along the you way. You met some new friends. You met a. Yes. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Sure. Just briefly. Yeah, once again, Dr. Nima Fitznepakhafonenfjord. But uh, even I can barely pronounce that, so he goes by Dr. Nimi. He is a cybernetic specialist. Um, which is awesome because I think one of us needs that right now. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I am fresh out of limbs and money, and we stole a ship. That's about all we have. So, and my trusty sidekick, Rick Terhorn. Um, I'm a Mon Calamari, and uh, I am a world class, or world class, but uh, space class. Space <laughs> yeah. class. There you go. <laughs> Uh, a high-class um, shipbuilder who was sought after by Dr. Nimi to help him with his dreams in cybernetics. However powerful my mind, I have no need for uh, technical skills on mechanics, so I sought you out so that you could help me build prosthetics that I can then implant to help people, possibly even increase their quality of life. So who's piloting this Omega-class shuttle? That would be me. Give me one single pilot check. Alright. One hold on to your butt cheeks. <laughs> nine plus eleven. Soft twenty. Soft twenty. You guys escape the atmosphere of Mustafar relatively undetected. Um, you guys are kind of free to do what you want now. The one thing that happened last episode that we over kind of glossed over. When you guys got your equipment back, you noticed that in, you know, your chest there was your lightsabers and your robes, but the holocron was not there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you messaged me about that. Yeah. So somebody took it? Yeah. No. Who could have done that? I don't know. If I remember previously, you have stated that I would know how to point out where Typhon is on a map, right? Typhon, yes. Typhon, yeah. Alright. Yes, we should probably choose a heading and get out of here as quick as possible. Do we have a safe harbor anywhere? Mm. Well, I think I might know of one place we could go, and I look to Fen. Uh, the place where we first met. What, my, uh, I don't remember the name of Nala's Cat's homeworld. Ryloss. Ryloth. Rathalos. We do have. Can we make a new planet called Rathalos? Sounds like it's a monster yeah. hunter. Wait, there, I got a planet It's a monster hunter. Monster. That's upsetting. <laughs> Rathalos. The rivers are Gatorade and the mountains are chocolate. Let's go! <laughs> just picture really <laughs> yeah, I brought Bothley back, so. Yeah. We could go. Well, I mean. We could go there. There's. There's also my hut. Uh, <laughs> Your plan. hut in the clouds? Yeah, in the clouds. It's a nice little secret of place. I must admit that wherever we are going, although I have the technical means to restore you, I do not have any prosthetics. Perhaps somewhere a bit more populated, but off the grid? And probably space, so. or somewhere in the outer rim where the Empire is less present? Where would that be? Like a Tatooine, Nalhada... Narshada. <laughs> Let's go visit Frank. <laughs> and Frank Jr. 
Wait, did our ship get fucked up on our way out? I don't remember. Come the on. Omega? No. Okay. Also, I would have no reason to know this, but does anyone have any interest in getting Dave Grohl back yet? Or are we still just taking I thought... Yeah, we oh, have yeah. Dave Grohl with us, right? I know. Bring him with you want to take him home. Oh. <laughs> We're just kidnapping yeah. him like the Jedi do. Yeah. At this point, I think he should just stay with us. <laughs> I mean, he's so close to dying so many times that yeah. I, I think mathematically he's more. I mean, I mean, if you take an imagery of every time he's almost died, he's survived 100% of the time. So Ooh. statistically immortal. These are facts. <laughs> you know, it's based science. on most recent information. <laughs> uh, I'm going to kneel down next to David. I'm not that short. I'm going to crouch down a little... Stoop over a tad. Talk directly into his belly button. Who's <laughs> 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 your boy? Raspberry. I'm 12, I'm not 4. <laughs> uh, David, it seems the road ahead is more perilous than the road you've traveled with us. And uh, it seems you need a safe place to go, and I think it also seems it's about time to take you home. He's going to draw his lightsaber. Doesn't ignite it, doesn't ignite it. Says, the road ahead will be paved with the blood of our enemies. <laughs> David, my uh, word! I how fascinating! What I, a troll. I admire your heart, but if you wish to one day be a Jedi, you're gonna need to have a master around to train you, and you're gonna need to be around to be there. So you're just gonna abandon me on Narshada? Who will be my master? Uh, I, I will I, be my own master. <laughs> <laughs> I will one day return to be your master, and as a sign that I will one day be back, I want you to hold on to this lightsaber I've given you. Maybe persuasion check. All right, yeah, I think Can we title coming. this episode the making of the next Dark Lord? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Awesome. Dark Grohl. <laughs> yes, Dark oh Grohl. I actually really like the sound of that. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen. Not one. <laughs> well, I guess if that's what you think is best, Susie. Um, I sort of like ruffle his hair. And he's wait, is he human? Yes. Okay. I ruffle his hair and I go, "Don't worry, David. I will return." And then I like look over and I'm like, "Punch it." How is? I see. Let's go. Back to where it all began. <laughs> We're gonna get fucking stuck there again. <laughs> I sure fucking hope not. There were some pretty cool encounters we did on Narshida. We, we got fucked a it wasn't lot like, on Narshida. That's what happened. It, it didn't stop when you left. <laughs> I mean, true. <laughs> it wasn't swarming with Imperials. There just happened to be Imperials there because of us, right? Yes. Okay. So. Yes. In fact, it was noted that it's very uncommon for Imperials to be there. Okay. So Narshida is. Okay. It's hot space, isn't it? Yeah. It's one of the moons of Nalhada. Um, I don't that. 16. Cool. You make your way... You want to say it probably takes you about a day to get to Narshada. So if there's anything you guys want to do in the meantime, you can. Oh, Otherwise, okay. we can skip it if you don't. Um, I guess I probably would want to check Susie's wounds just to see if they were properly dressed at all. Okay. So let's... You probably have dressed them. You Unless the I've already done it. I mean, I'm a cybernetic surgeon. I don't know if they would have had me, like, putting a hostage to get You us. can take 20 on this because we have a day. Oh. Then I will take 20. There you go. That's 
first time I've remembered to do this. That yeah. one. <laughs> oh, which, wrong arm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can fix this, I can fix this. Uh, yeah, you slice off the other arm. I thought you were supposed to have two cybernetic ones. Oh, human, right, that's what I am, I should do. <laughs> Oh, um, you would find that Susie's wounds were properly dressed. Okay. Um, Susie is suffering a permanent minus one to use the force checks. But. Such suffer? A, such, yeah. <laughs> I must warn you, I've never put a cybernetic on a Jedi, but I am told that it does suffer the connection to the force. Is this still something you wish to have done? I, I do wish to have it done. And I will leave, I say this hesitantly, but I'll leave the creativity on you to find other ways to make this limb useful, though I may lack in the Force. Oh, I've got many ideas. Yes, yes. Excuse me, to, to my research, I, I don't know what we'll be able to find on Nalhata, but I will work on some schematics and touch base with Crick and see what we can work on. There is a name that comes to mind. As you are preparing to do this research and starting to think about it, uh, Mr. Dr. Professor Guan Yu. Oh, yeah. Who um, is noted for... Do I recall correctly that he is from the Camino system? He is from the remains of the Camino and asteroid field. I'm breaking the fourth wall, talking to the dungeon master. <laughs> Galaxy master, who are you talking to? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you would know that... Mr. Dr. Professor Guan Yu was a Kaminoan scientist, helpful in creating the clone army for the Republic, but has also been noted to work with Force sensitives in trying to regenerate their abilities and cloning Force sensitives. Interesting. Although he's been unsuccessful thus far. And after you tell uh, Susie um, your. Uh, ideas and seeing you get full of creativity and inspiration, you can see the leathery crinkles on my face form a smile. <laughs> the, the mask just kind of shifts. <laughs> yeah. It's really beautiful. <laughs> Keldor's smiling. So I would probably return to, I don't think there's even quarters in the ship. Is it that big or? No, it's no, so like it's, smaller than a Lambda class shell. Damn, yeah, so I would damn. just be like, excuse me, and I like turn and just sit down like three feet. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when you say bye to someone, you're going the same direction. So I, I'm just sitting down and I'm going to be like, I believe I have my data pad that we got from the, yeah, you the data pad and the thing I think that you guys had. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I don't know what research has survived my abduction, but I'll go through it and see if I can put anything together. Or at least try to come up with like a, a shopping list. Susie, <laughs> maybe I need you to work on that for this mechanic. Yeah, probably. Susie wants to spend this day just spending time with Dave Grohl, maybe teaching him like little self-defense techniques, maybe like, you know, uh, little bits of the different styles, like from what Susie knows, but just trying to have like one last good day with Dave Grohl before they part. Possibly even prepare him mentally, as he seems to be a little raging child. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. A little unstable. Don't get me wrong, young one. I admire your tenacity, but I am... Worried what I'm gonna be a Jedi! Very well. Have fun with that, Susie. <laughs> I will be over here. And again, I turn and take like a step and sit down a little farther away. You're <laughs> keeping your front two days. Yeah. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> Susie abducted me from them. Oh, wait. No. I saved you from the Inquisitor. Case Veradun abducted me from them, and then Susie abducted me and didn't return me. We 
pedicure, okay? I'm a citizen of the galaxy. <laughs> In defense of Susie's actions, we were under the impression Narshada we could not go back to. So we kidnapped a child. You can't give me a dark side point for that. I'm not giving you a dark side point yet. yet. He puts his hand on, on things further. <laughs> and are you here of your own free will? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> not what I was hoping for, but better than being kidnapped, I suppose. Yes. Anyway. I kind of just went with it. Oh! You know? How amiable! <laughs> Very well. So what, we're just painting Susie out to be some kidnapper now? <laughs> some team trafficker? Alright, I, I mean, see how it is. fits. It's <laughs> not good. Just covering all bases, we just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are the last bad. surviving member of the original group. You've been kidnapping more... more people. I need new friends. <laughs> yeah! If it makes you feel any better, you've liberated us. Yeah. Or at least aided in doing so. We probably would have escaped on our own, right, Crick? <laughs> Nothing can hold us back. <laughs> Looks over at Fen with hands on his hand. Oh, you, me, yeah, actually. <laughs> I put one also. That's right. I have to, just one isn't urgently right. As you guys arrive above Narshida, uh, you will find that it is clear of Star Destroyers. Um, it is a pretty simple landing to get back onto the planet. What do you guys want to do? I've not been here before. Is there a particular hub of of civilization that may have more parts, or is it divided by district in any way? Is there a certain place we're going? That's a good question. Yes. I think so. Uh, There are plenty of districts. Most of them are ruled by individual hut warlords. Okay. Galactic Yours was, um... Wait, let me make it because I was here before. No, you guys worked for the guy. Oh, I didn't. What was his name? Frank? Grab Lord the Hut. <laughs> yeah, my man Gracchus slash Grab. Gracchus the Hut. Okay, wait, we were on good terms with him still, right? <laughs> it was iffy. Well, if I may offer, I was raised amongst the nobility of, of Naboo. I could possibly speak on your behalf and see if I can smooth over any misunderstandings. Well, we are relatively short on credits, and you are in need of an arm. We may need work. Well, first we should take Grave to his family, and then from there, we have an old friend on this planet that I believe we could uh, go see. Uh, his name is Grabloid the Hut. I have worked for him before. Uh, he is a very noble man. Very I think his name is Gracchus. That was a different chap. Oh, wait. No, you're right. Gracchus is who we talked to. This Graveloid mysterious figure. They were opposing Gracchus, I believe. I don't remember. Graveloid the Hut. Oh, Jesus. Whew. But nonetheless, we shall talk to Gracchus. And if Gracchus isn't available, we'll look into this Graveloid. Oh, I'm sure he would make time for someone of high breeding such as I. Well, that or an old friend. Let us make us way. Make, make us way. Let us make our way there. Yeah. So David Grohl's first. Yes, we gotta get rid of David Grohl. Not to get rid of him, we gotta yeah. keep him safe. We gotta take care of the child. <laughs> we gotta drop him, we gotta take him out. We gotta take care of the child. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you head back towards um, <clears throat> Mr. and Mrs. Grohl's Mr. Wife. and Mrs. Grohl's apartment. And, um, you know, the door opens and Instantly, mom is going to grab David Grohl into her arms. David Grohl is a little apprehensive at first, but does seem to like kind of melt into it. And dad just demanding, what, where, where, have, where have you, what have you done? 
Why? Where is my son, Ben? You're gonna want to have a seat. Is that a threat? No, it's okay. just a very long story. <laughs> He's gonna go. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> oh come! So uh, you guys are gonna go inside. You guys are all gonna sit in, you know, their kind of makeshift living room. Like they're very poor. Right. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. So, uh, we're not sure how it happened or why, but uh, David was taken by uh, an inquisitor. And so, uh, I'm assuming parents know I was, like, teaching their child. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, you know, having our history together, I saw my, uh, I saw it was my time to save David. I saw that he needed saving, and so me and my companions at, at the time, I'm uh, looking over and seeing that these are all new friends. Yeah, these are all new people. He's, like, running his finger along the chair to check the dust. Yeah. He's just <laughs> uncomfortable and barely listening. Uh... And uh, so after saving David, um, thinking it might have been a little too dangerous to bring him back right away, we, uh, we had him travel with us. Um, and along the way, David uh, showed that he had plenty of aptitude uh, for being a hero himself. Um, but uh, recently, we've uh, lost plenty of companions, and I'm afraid that David would uh, fall to the same fate. And I also fear that the road ahead might be uh, uh, too dangerous for his mind, even. Um, David, uh, you know, he has seen plenty of terrible things. He has seen death. He has seen destruction. And as a sort of gesture of my stump, you know, he's seen enough. Uh, And so I think it is in the best interest for David to finally come home for a little while. Oh, he knows the forest, too. I wasn't going to bring that up yet. That's that's a parent-son conversation. It's like the birds and bees I'm, talk. I'm, what do you mean he has the force and knows the force? Oh, I, I see him do things. Things? And she's going to look down at David. I'm going to be a Jedi! <laughs> uh, your son did seem to show an aptitude for being able to use the force. And David is going to use the force to, like, bring a glass of water off the counter and bring it to his mother. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The cast here at Nightfall Media is proud to present our Patreon, a place to create new experiences while exploring our past journeys. With content like the Rancor's Pit an after-show where the cast breaks down the most recent episode, and an inside look to the cast outside of the show. See the cast you love put on a show in other TTRPG systems. Listen to them as they play as scoundrel pirates in Pirate Borg, or listen to them as classic adventurers in D&D 5e. Furthermore, the cast has loads of ideas for your own TTRPGs at home. Try out one of Rob Hunter's fully written out characters or visit Payton Castle's vault of magic items. A handful of shows for your viewing pleasure and take home goodies for your own TTRPG adventures. All of this for just $3. Still hungry for more content? Join our Discord server where you can interact with other fans of the show, get notifications of when the cast streams, and updates on Nightfall Media directly from the cast. Hope to see you there.
Wait, he can just do that now? He's already that good? Yeah, 20. Oh! Alright, yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. The dice don't work. To anyone at home, he rolled after he said what happened, and he did roll with that 20. It was incredible. Right on command. Dude, that's all 20s on that thing. What's mom and dad's reaction? Um, amazement. Concern. Mom does seem to be a little angry. What are they going to say to me? That you should have brought him home as soon as you could have. I I understand, and I apologize for not being able to do so. Or at least communicated to us that he was gone. We thought he was dead. Can I chime in? Yeah, very charismatic. So, Mimi, having been brought right back into the conversation with the glass floor across, across the room, because this just became more interesting. Um, Mrs. and Mr. Grove, if I may, it seems that you may not grasp the hardships that this company has been across. You see, they have been hunted. The Inquisitor took your son did not relent in his pursuit. He continued it. If they had reached out to you, we could have put you at risk, and he'd be returning home to a raised home and corpses instead of his loving parents. I wish it did not unfold this way, but I'm afraid it is here, and the more important thing is David is safe, and he's home. Make a persuasion check. Oh, my fucking man, though. <laughs> it got me out of the hot seat. Uh, 27. Noble. I suppose that does make some sense. All right. Well, the important thing is that he is here now. And uh, I think it would be not to... This is, may not be my place to say, but I think David needs uh, love and care from his parents now more than ever. He will have that in spades. All right, I'm feeling pretty good about this. Uh, so, uh... Were you worried like Dad was a dark Jedi? No, I was more worried about dropping him off in a broken home type deal. And you see Dad go into a back room. <laughs> the door opens. There's this giant imperial flag. Yeah. Oh, Either that, or it's like, uh, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, as the door closes behind you, you hear his wife say, don't grab the bottle again. There's like something terrible <laughs> like that. Like, oh, he's totally going to be sick. No chance. Uh, can I hand, like, a personal transponder line? Yeah, I was going to bring that? it up, yeah. We should have a way for him to call for help. I don't know if we have that. Uh, you, you don't? I'll let you roll to see if you just can apparate one. If I had... <laughs> Here, can I try and make one? I mean, yeah. we're not like a... I mean, we don't have many, yeah. we're stranded. <clears throat> if we stay for a minute, is there any, like, low-level force power that would let you even, like, send a signal or anything like that? I don't think there is. I, I think. think there almost positively is, and it's like you can send three words or something dependent on how, and the distance is dependent on how you use the force check. Okay. That was my only thought, is if you could just, we right. take a little bit of time and teach him just to try solve the force. So you just like, you you grab the personal transponder of the dad and just smash it. <laughs> can I take a dark Don't worry, he can put it back together. He's quite good. Can I be angry about this? You can be angry about it. You had a D6. That's the light side. It's a force point. It's still a D6. It turns out we've just fucked up repeatedly. Yeah? How so? Sometimes we were doing, like, force points or dark side points as advantage from 5e. Oh. That's not what it is. Dark side points are... No, it's, it's just a d6. Like you can spend a force point to add a d6, and then you can spend. I think one a time that fight with like Kyle up. Case like used me like a, like really like in no way it could have hit, but I just felt using it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to fix it. I know it's gone. 
It's just gonna be okay. Yeah. And what's Dad's reaction to our fish companion just smashing his property? Can you get a hold of your compatriot? Uh, it might your, be best to your fish friend before I fry him. To wait outside in the hall. We're simply looking for Imperial nice. We don't know how the Empire found out that David was a was Susie's student. Anything in here could be a bug. Did you find a bug in there? Yeah, wait. I did wink. I forgot it's a microphone. Yeah, yeah, I found a bug. <sighs> Made a deception check. <laughs> Natural one. Didn't the OG crew have transponders? I don't know. So I was just—I was gonna say I could just hand my transponder, and then I know my transponder link, and we can get a new one, and then mm-hmm. I can message my old one. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. We're ten. <laughs> On a deception. Okay, he's just like, yeah, it's time for you guys to leave. Uh, and so I like toss David my transponder to a lot of. Yep. Okay. Um, and uh, I give them like a little nod of the head and usher the, the crew out. Right away. Anyway. Oh, David, don't go outside that much. All right, so the boy is returned home. And I've given him my transponder. Once I get a new one, we should be able to keep in touch. I see. So I think we need parts and transponders from how it sounds. Mm-hmm. We also need credits. Credits. Ah. So what? Yes. Those. I. I have none. As a cybernetic surgeon, what I roughly know is I would roughly know that, like the book says, cybernetic arm costs one thousand credits. Yes. Okay, so uh-huh. typically a cybernetic arm can cost upwards of a thousand credits. Susie immediately looks very defeated. <laughs> I have 875 credits. My word, Crick! I have 723. I feel as though whatever divine entity created me did not roll for currency. <laughs> Sorry, <Uh-oh>. fourth wall. <laughs> no. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I don't know. I have no credits. probably get a good amount of money, too. We could always negotiate, see what we could talk them down to if we were to find a yard, a junkyard with the parts um, that we require. I think you could, <laughs> to be fair. Well, I think that goes without saying, Greg. <laughs> or if it comes down to it, we've got seven good arms for working. That Six good arms and one tremendous one. And Mimi pulls out like a cybernetic. <laughs> <laughs> well... That sounds a little like we're gonna use one of our arms to get to you. <laughs> that is so not what I said. As much as honestly I would consider it, you're probably more useful with it, but I don't think I could perform surgery one-handed. I mean Well, we could do a job for my <laughs> I meant we have seven good arms for doing jobs for credits. Ugh. <laughs> Should we speak to this Krakus, or do we have any other informants here? Well, Krakus or Grabloid, I'd say. <laughs> so you guys are going to go to Gracchus's penthouse. <clears throat> I think we referred to it last episode as a palace, but it is more of a penthouse. Palace. And you are going to be... You're going to be met with the Gamorian guards who are going to ask for your transponders. Just like they did in Nellos. Mm, oh, yeah. Nellos was the only one who had a big issue with it, right? Yes. All right. So uh, I'm going to look at them and I'm going to go, I do not have a transponder. And you 
I'm sorry, I, I just don't have one. Neither do I. Same here. Nothing on me. They're gonna pat you down. I'm going to admire their wide set bone structure. They're gonna net one. So if you have whatever, it's in. I was worried about the lightsabers. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They could have patched you out. My dear Gamorrean, that is not my transponder. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. You just like feel our faces. They're like, not hiding anything here. You're trustworthy. Head <laughs> inside. Thank you very much. So as you head inside, there is kind of like this circular room that is kind of a, it's got a bar in the middle. There's a couple of people around the bar. There's a bunch of tables. Most of them are empty. There's Grax's kind of throne platform. Yeah, he's not. He's not there. Um, Does he have a new Ben? He has a new Ben. Um, there's a guy named Greg that is kind of leaning up against the wall next to the platform. Um. So leading the group, um, we're gonna walk up to Greg. I'm gonna go. <clears throat> Excuse me. State your business. Uh, we're here to talk to Grabloid about employment opportunities. The great and illustrious Gracchus the Hutt. We seek audience. Ah, uh, Hold up a hand, kind of shying Susie down for a second. Gracchus the Hutt is, uh, out of the uh, penthouse for the day. He should be arriving back later this evening for his party. That is no worry at all. I assume that a man of your status would be left in command then. Yes, I can. I speak for Gracchus, yeah. And you realize, like, as he's saying this to you, like, he was lying at first and then started to believe it. <laughs> so, I assume with this party tonight, I imagine there is an immense amount of work to be arranged and, and organized, and we simply are here to present ourselves as laborers. What can we do to assist you? That's, that's quite entrepreneurial of you. Um, there's, yeah, there's plenty of work to be done. There's, you know, food and drinks that need to be brought in. There's, uh, there's nothing particularly, I don't know, you seem very specialized. You don't seem like laborers. We can do anything. I, did anyone actually have a transponder they got through? Well, I had a transponder, but I gave it to them. Okay. Yeah. No, I was gonna, if someone got through, I was gonna be like, let's show them that we just got through security and be like, well, we can do security better. But no, we didn't. <laughs> um, well. We should say we're looking for more seedy work. Yes, we are quite a diverse group. Yes, yes. Uh, I was going to say, like, outside of character, we could just flash weapons in general. Very good idea. So, just kind of like, I have like a little blue half cape, kind of. I'm just going to kind of pull it back and be like, we are very well established as a group of... He's going to put his hand to his hip where his own blaster is. He's not going to draw it, but his <laughs> hand is there. Fair enough, fair enough. And we would wonder if there is anything slightly less conventional that needs addressing. I personally believe it's a little overstated, but there is concern amongst some of the other lieutenants that one of the other huts might make a, a play to attack the party. The odd. Audacity. I see. Well, this is the kind of thing we can ensure does not happen. Come, come, come with me. We will share all the information and we will come up with a plan. I'm glad you're here. Gracchus would be grateful. Why don't you come with me? Of course. And he's going to take the four of you <laughs> to the back room and you're going to walk into a room and there's security monitors on all the walls. There's a central data terminal. There's like three eyes just tapping away. They don't even look at you. Just tapping away at computers. I, I lean over to Crick and I go, 
Your friend is amazing. It's very persuasive. Fan, you have any thoughts? Push the button. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> Which button? No, the camera buttons. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you go and you push the camera button and it, it just changes to a different camera. And like some guy's going to okay. swat at your hand. <laughs> Don't touch that. Nice equipment you got here. Thank you. It is almost state of the art. Almost. What can you do with it? I, I can switch from this camera to this camera. And it switches to one of, like, the throne room. And then he hits it again, and it switches to one outside the palace. And? Well, I mean, there's at least 16 cameras. I can show you all of them if you like, but... Is that all you can do? Well, yes, I have a degree in electronic media and film studies. I also run a podcast. <laughs> Crick, you are quite good with engineering of the sort. Would you be able to look at these cameras and see if we do a tour of of the floor if there are any blind spots. Yes, I think I could do that. I could have a look around and see what I can find. And I suppose, do you have any expertise in this sort of thing, securing areas? Uh, well, my expertise is more in uh, assisting in installation. As you can see, I'm a little less on the handy side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Feel no shame, feel no shame. And you might turn the car and just <laughs> flexing. See, I, I Look what I have. I may be at a bit of a loss, for I am more of assistance after the battle, repairing and, and mending the wounded, but if there is anything that needs to be done, I assume that the more battle-experienced veterans could direct me. I tend not to miss that much. So, what do you take know? that as well you want. What do you know of these plans for attack? Yes, it appears the infamous Grabloid the Hut is going to stage an attack on the party to interrupt Grax's festivities. It is, of course, his 10th anniversary as a warlord of District 7. Thanks for making this so much more confusing. <laughs> That's on you, all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fought for this, right? I miss you, BFM. <laughs> Love you, buddy. I... So, I, I struggle to wonder what assistance I could have, but breaking down our expertise, you seem to be a, a subtle individual. If you were breaking into this penthouse, how would you go about it? Oof. Very quietly. Wonderful insight. Mm. Without alerting anybody. Where are the <laughs> most common entryways through the building? And... Uh, I'm assuming you're a brilliant creative person yourself. What sort of oddball entrances might you think of? And he's going to rack his brain for a second. He's like, well, there's the main entrance that you guys presumably came in. There is a private landing pad at the top of the building. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there are a number of, you know, employee entrances. Like, this isn't the only apartment or suite in the building. There are a number of others that live here. So, um, you know, employees come and go. There's a service elevator, you know, that's about it, I think. How many uh, entrances directly to the party room? There would be the servant's entrance. There would be Grax's private entrance from the stop ad. Um, There would be the public entrance. And then there is one um, service elevator for people that work for the building, but not necessarily for Grekas. Understood. 
it seems to me that there's more ways of getting in here than we have arms available. No pun intended. <laughs> that, one, that one was actually unintentional. Um, so it seems to me that we could be uh, undercover. We could be in the main party room. We could find ways to blend in and sort of stay near, or at least ways to keep our eyes on the scene. And if something were to happen, we're there to protect Gracchus himself. Seems like a good plan. Is there some sort of like high vantage point that we could keep an eye on the, the party? No. Smart. Big smart. The throne room itself um, is two stories tall, but everything else is going to be about one story tall. The wall's climbable. <laughs> like, could like. Anyone with two hands. <clears throat> but could like Fen like. Like sit on like a rafter or like a beam on the ceiling or something. Or I mean, like, in no. the throne room, you would be able to get up there and sit somewhere up there, but you wouldn't be able to climb from like the floor up. <laughs> and just up there, okay, like, that's it. <laughs> well, yeah, I was kind of thinking like classic like Arkham Asylum, like climb around the rafters <laughs> kind of deal. I was saying, I think that would be a good idea to have some people up high and some below, just in case there's some mix around going around. Mm-hmm. Perfect. More like position based. I want to. Do a quick perception check of like the whole party. We should check and see of those entrances. From my notes, I think it sounded like there's four entrances to the throne room or to his living room. To the throne room. To the throne room. So at the very least, we should check and make sure there's a camera outage. Okay. Yeah, idea. I'll do that first. You're fucking kidding me. Dude, you're kicked off first. Uh, he's certain uh, that the door I can to the I can re-roll it. What? Why? I have an ability to it. Because uh, I'm a uh, Mon Calamari. <laughs> That's what? I, okay. Ah, I, I would like elaboration, but yeah. He's got eyes in go different directions. The book. I will. Is it acute senses? Actually, it might be acute senses. Oh god! What if you were worse? I don't think I can, but we'll find out. Dice explodes. Nat 20! Nat 20! He just knacked from a critical miss to a critical hit. Blah. That's oh. good. You're back on the space team. That is insane. On an S20, you would know that there's definitely no... There's definitely no coverage, camera-wise, of the entrance from the employees that work in the building. And that's, you know, that's the blind spot. Can I take a look around the actual party areas to see if there's any weaknesses that he might not have known? Obviously, you know about the blind spot. You would know that based on just the cameras, nobody watches the star pad. Okay. The throne room is relatively protected and the main entrance is relatively protected. If we watch the landing pad too attentively, we might miss what's going on in the throne room. However... If we break up, split up, and something happens in one or the other, we will only be at half strength or less. On the other hand, if we all simply stay in the throne room, we will simply be reacting to a threat and not able to prevent one. Well, shall we split two and two? Two on cameras, two at the unguarded entrance, using our new communicators here to uh, stay in touch? That's not a bad idea. I wonder how fast we can get from the landing pad to the throne, if yeah. need be. How far? We can also just watch the entrance from the landing pad to the, the throne instead of being on top of it. I assume that if the throne was the penthouse, the landing pad's on top of it. 
Yes. So I don't know how he would see through the floor. There is an entrance. There has to be something. There would be an elevator. Yeah, I'm picturing like a, uh, you know in the room when there's just like the, the, the thing that he walks off? You oh, seen Mark. Oh, yeah. 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 That door is what I was picturing. Yeah, but there's a, there is another door to get to the main area usually. He's saying, uh, so don't be on the landing pad. Yeah, be, be like watching that area. That's smart. That way, we're still within distance of the party. What is Fen thinking? Yeah, honestly, I did that earlier, and I know Justin, you're kind of quiet, but I feel like this we should ask Fen because he's the kind of guy that's probably breaking it. Uh-huh. I'm just thinking of a different different ways. So I'm just thinking of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> just just different ways as we could spot like a threat. And there's the throne war room would be like too late, right? Because that's where the party's happening. Yeah. So I feel like we should have like people watching the other entrances and somebody like in the throne room, at least like one person. Because then someone might be stealthily moving around. I don't know. <laughs> well, I could easily watch the throne room if, if it's going to be the final place where. Uh, you know, like the action, if it comes down to it, takes place at the throne room. I think I should be the one to monitor that since I am currently uh, recovering. True. Um, Not a bad idea. And There's also... Oh, sorry. Perhaps we should... Let's check the perimeter and go on a walk and we can discuss it further. I would like to lead us to a place where no one else in Gracchus's employ is nearby. Okay. So you would be able to get towards um, the building employee entrance. Or you can go all the way down to, like, the building lobby. Now, Master Jedi, I know that you all kind are relatively noble, as obviously my blood is as well, but I must point out that we are in the middle of hut versus hut. Does anyone recall precisely what... Does anyone recall precisely what Grabloid is attempting to do? Is this a coup? An assassination? A robbery? Yeah, I don't remember what uh, Greg said. Um, Grabloid is looking to expand his influence and take over this district in addition to the one he already controls. Interesting. And from what you've shared about Gracchus, I understand that he is a collector of Jedi artifacts. He is indeed. Uh, it is actually due to our previous time together that I was able to come across that holocron that I had. So I must point out that no matter which stance we lie, we are siding with a hut. Does it matter which? Whatever. <laughs> what already is. is. Sorry, I got here because I was like, how would we break in? And I'm like, <gasps> we're in. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying, Mimi. Either way, we are in a position where we must decide which hut to back. Furthermore, if we do not betray Gracchus, we must question the ease with which we got inside. I think we're focusing too much on the entrances and not so much on those already within the building. Ah, so you're saying either we can, we need to decide which hut to follow, and if we potentially follow Gravloid, Gravloid could potentially already have people here? Well, I think we need to decide, are we going to defend this place from Gravloid? Or assist him in his fall. In which case, the latter results in what sounds like a possible collection of Jedi artifacts without an owner. And we are in need of money. Not that I wish to sell your heritage, but... Well... It is yours to sell. 
my only questions are is if we are going to do away or take down uh, Gracchus here uh, in the name of Graboloid, uh how reliant are we that Graboloid would uh, reward us, or at least reliably reward us for assisting him? Who's to say he wouldn't turn on us? I have um, no qualms about fighting Gracchus. I think it would be easier. Very well. So we defend this place. I do think we must consider the ease at which we entered them. I thought to myself, how would I break into this penthouse and then I realized we simply walked in. Hmm. They are throwing the party too. The guards did not do much more than knock or pat down on us. So perhaps we simply attend the party, talk up the guests, discover their alliances and agendas. That might be our best course of action. I agree. And I also think... And should we fail, remember the stakes are not quite aligned with any of our allegiances. Either way, a hut will fail today. I highly doubt a hut would also be there himself. How are we going to know who is attacking? What if we played the, the double-sided coin here? We just take the side of whoever wins. Now you're thinking like a noble. Mm. I like that Don't idea. Don't give me a dark side point. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's a little... That's yeah, a little you made it face. That's a little... That's pain in the point. Your girl's voice was shouting through communication. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, thanks, dude. <laughs> but I would be pain in the person seeping into my heroic character. If anything, it's a Jedi choosing the paths of inaction to see how the natural laws subside. Ah, uh, balance, uh-huh. balance, balance. <laughs> I'm the Lord of Pandering. <laughs> Behold my majesty. I rather vote this. At least for one not so skilled in combat, I think I may be best served to simply perusing guests. Ah, and as someone who is also skilled in being social, I like this card. I am greatly perceptive, so you know? I think I will keep an eye on the cameras, see what I can see. Keep an eye on the employee entrance, though. So we will walk around, interrogate, and speak to the party guests, see what we can uncover. You will be on perimeter. Fair. Yes. What do you have to offer? Hmm. Just my skills. <laughs> uh. Um. Could I offer, uh, or could I ask a favor? If things were to go down, Fen, um, because no offense, but I've known you very well, and I've come to quite enjoy your company and come to rely on you. Yes. Could I ask of you to potentially help me if things were to get a little hairy in here, my hairy uh, friend? I'll help you. Ah. <laughs> and only you. Oh, okay. Not, not to. I remember that when we were in need of. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember that. I'm gonna write Susie on this med pack, Crick on this med pack. Oh, look at blank one, Van. I've known him longer. I trust him. About ten minutes longer. <laughs> ten minutes. Hey, hey, but hey. It's long it's been enough. a couple hours. He was over his house once. That's fair, that's fair. They were at your house. Four episodes together. Yeah. 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 And, uh, that's quite some time. Okay. In okay. D&D, that is like six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> six seconds. It's fine. All right. That is true. Let's probably really get down. There's a balcony? Yes. You know. Yeah, there's a balcony in the throne room. Let's put you on the balcony. What's your perception? My perception oh. is... It is a ten. Dude, okay. 18. Bird's eyes. Your perception's an 18? Yeah. How'd you get it to 18? Mon Calamari get a 
If I train in perception, I automatically get a focus in perception. Okay, so he's in the crow's nest. You're on perimeter. Me and him are speaking, hitting up the party. Yes, mm-hmm. I like this one. It's a couple hours pass. The party starts to begin. People start to come in. They're mingling. They're drinking. Everybody's having a good time. The Karelian ale is flowing. Can I do an ocular pat down on the cams? Do an ocular pat down on the cams. Yeah. If you net one, you just smudge all the cameras and none of them show anything. Can we all just do it? So I we're all looking around. Yes, everybody make a perception. For uh, out of place characters. Four. Oh, fucking wicked. You know what that is now? Six. Sweet. 29, 22, 14. So Susie's getting high in the vault. Whoa, that is against Susie's morals. Susie could be staring at the wall. You're in a penthouse. You're up high. Calm down. Uh, my bad. Uh, you, nothing gets by you. You watch every person come in through the cameras. You're like, there's no fucking blind spots anymore. <laughs> Fen is up on the balcony, and you, you can target every person that's walking through there. You know that guy, that guy, that guy. You got that guy's credit card number. Can I smell him? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Smell like barbecue. Barbecue. Ooh. Ooh. Does it smell like people barbecue? It smells like people barbecue. He's a human. It is. No. <laughs> it's Frank Jr. Yes. <laughs> Wait, don't Frank Jr. was so noble. Do we know he's well then? Is he? You have no idea. He has no connection. To he has no connection. Okay, he just wandered in. <laughs> like, it's, I'm trying to think of how we segue from Frank to Gracchus, but it was. Uh, you guys met him on level 13, 13. 13. That's what I was looking at. Can we pick up on this scene? Can I just be like chatting it up with Frank, asking how it's been? Frank, I, it is too bad that I've missed out on your barbecue. I know they are quite the spectacle. We had quite the uh, selection of meat. If you, if you get what I'm saying, he's going to elbow you with ribs. <laughs> what happened to your hand? Ah, uh, well, these same uh, chaps you were munching on the other night seem to have claimed it. I don't know. I don't like what you're insinuating. What am I insinuating? That we uh, that we munch on people. Well, I, I'm sorry. We brought you those stormtroopers that one time for food, and I, I seem to be confused. Why Why would you bring us people to eat? That happened. We will replay the episode. We brought stormtroopers to them for food. I he, he will neither... Like four feet away from you just eating appetizers. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny what we were barbecuing that night. Well... The Imperials that you seem to have this tank. You seem to have left some, some Imperials there and brought us an ATST. We brought your Stormtrooper bodies. I don't know that we ate them. We might have given them a proper burial, Talk as in accordance of the laws of Narshanda and Nalhutta. But he's not certain, to be clear. <laughs> well, putting I that. I don't think we ate him. <laughs> putting aside the. He unzips his shirt. Well, Frank, it's been nice socializing, and I I will turn and begin to meander into the party. All right, I'll see you later, Nick. You sure you stop off at that barbecue next week? <laughs> All right, and now we're back to the mission. What an incredible linguist you are, Susie. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I understand you've met that individual before. We've met once at a barbecue of sorts. <laughs> He's gonna pop back in. Hey, now can I buy you a drink? Of course you can. I thought it was an open bar. Is, are the hearts really charging? 
And he disappears and goes and grabs a drink from the bar and brings it to you. My bad. Thank you very much. You seem to be a gentleman of uh, the area. Am I, am I wrong? Oh, I own a mechanic shop down on level 1313. Oh, fascinating. I've always had a fascination with mechanical engineering. Not, not something I'm per se adept in, but a friend. Oh, yeah, we rebuilt a, uh, a YT-1300 for these folks here. How's that ship doing right about now? Ah, uh, she runs just fine. I didn't know you had a ship. We... Uh, yes, but it's a long story. Am I gonna roll for deception through lying to this guy? Oh, no, this we're having fun. I see. Well, well, Frank, is it? Yeah, Frank Jr. Yes. Frank's my dad. Oh, Frank Jr. My, my... He also owns a mechanic shop. Well, aren't you the monopoly of engineering? We are a dynasty. I'm so apologies. May I ask, do you know any of the other patrons? No, I wandered in here. They just, like, they patted me on my eyeballs and it's like, you're good to go. Yeah, yes, and this was quite similar to our induction. But I may ask, is there anyone here that you know? Or have anyone I know Fan. You know, no, you don't. I'm not Fan after him. You mad Fan? I've known Fan my whole life. Well, we we go back. He's fucking guy. We go back so long. Fan's on the balcony. Hi, Fan. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. Thank you. I'm not gonna call out because I think he's like undercover. Did you hear someone accent back to him? (laughs) (laughs) Now I don't know if Fen's just one of those guys that does that or if he's like Southern now. Yeah. Tolerate some sort of personality. (laughs) What is Fen's real accent? Fen is actually the villain of the campaign, we just don't know it yet. (laughs) Darth Fen. Darth Fen. I fucking subscribe to it. Yeah, watch that. Uh, did, did we see any, like, shady individuals? No, you were super time? distracted by Frank Jr. just shouting. Oh, I never got to my perception roll. Okay. It was, uh, 22. Okay. So, um, I mean, you've got a pretty good idea of what's going on in the, in the um, throne room right now. Nothing seems to be going awry. Okay. Everyone just seems to be enjoying drinks, um... You do overhear two people talking that Grack is expected to arrive within the next 45 minutes. All right. So, I am going to... I'm going to tell Frank that... Pardon me, Frank Jr., but I must excuse myself to the refresher. I will return shortly. But a wonderful conversation. Damn pleasure. Make sure you stop by some barbecue. It sounds delectable. Oh, it is. Serving up Corellian. <laughs> I'm not saying a fucking word. I'm just moving on. <laughs> I am going to head. You think newbie and taste good? This is brutal. I'm, I'm just looking <laughs> at Nini while he's whispering dark thoughts to me. I am going to make my way over to where the servant entrance is. I'm going to see if I can post up near that. But if okay. there's anyone that has seen me, I'd like to strike up a conversation so it doesn't look like I'm just, like, chilling by the door. There's going to be a waiter who has a cart filled with a number of bottles, and um, there's a bunch of glassware on it as well, and he's going to be going from the employee entrance out towards the throne room. All right. So, approaching him, I am going to... Excuse me. Servant. Servant. Yes, I, we are working here, um, helping secure the area for Gracchus at the behest of Greg. Um, I wonder if you have any ETA on his arrival? 
On Greg's arrival? He arrived earlier today. He's been here since, like, nine. I apologize. Let me speak slower. I was inquiring as to the location of Gracchus and when he would get here. Are you really going to speak down to me like that? Servant, of course I am. He's going to flip the card. <laughs> it is not worth his fucking money. Going to head out the the uh, elevator entrance. There's broken glass everywhere and a number of broken bottles. <laughs> so turning back to the crowd, I would like to <laughs> see if there's anyone not looking. Okay. Make a perception. What a fucking game. You also make a perception because you're watching all the cameras, and you make a perception because you're watching from above. I'm just fucking You're just like with Frank Junior. 22 again, same roll. 28. Soft 20. So literally all three of you spot somebody putting something underneath the platform that Gracchus is, like, thrown. I wasn't planning on making a diversion, but I realized as soon as it happened that if I was doing something shady, that would be the moment. Yeah, the moment you said... I looked to see who's not looking. I was like, oh, this guy's got such a big fucking brain. <laughs> Would have never thought to do that. It is roughly a third of my body. That's concerning. In density, not in volume. <laughs> Idiots. You have no concept of anatomy. My word. Mine's one sixteenth of mine. <laughs> <laughs> the gray matter of my brain, I'm saying, is incredibly dense. Well, mine's a walnut. <laughs> I, if you know what a walnut is... Is it some sort of it's like a indigenous nut. acorn that grows upon the walls? Yes, exactly. I see. <laughs> okay, Frank, thank I'm you very much. My brain's if like a sponge cake. Does, does anyone see Greg? Is Greg anywhere? Um, to clean here, up the glass, it is still a party. Mimi say, where's Greg? I'm going to start helping look for Greg instead of listening to the dark thoughts. You do not find Greg. Okay. Love a transponder. Do it. Do <laughs> it. Who has the other one? We each have an All iPhone. of you have one now. Oh, you, no. you all have an iPhone 13. I forgot about that. Yeah. I uh, down just down. wanted someone to look cams. Placing something under gravity. Fuck! I know. This is his fault. <laughs> just spotted someone on the cams. Placing something in Gracchus's. <laughs> Underneath his throne. Underneath Gracchus's throne. We should. Take this dad this guy down. Well, Cricket's certainly an open bar up on the bar, in the, yes, oh. the camera room, I can see. Hell yeah, it's a party. <laughs> All right, um, I am not quite, I'm going to say the same thing as I kind of duck back towards the servant entrance. Um, it's not certain if this is something you wish to intercede with publicly, Susie, or if we just should get Gracchus away from the throne. I assume we're. I, I, no, I don't know why I'm saying that to that. Like, I'm assuming that we're safe, at least for the moment, since Gracchus isn't here. Yeah. Um, I think we should let security know that the throne, Gracchus, should not be allowed to uh, approach, and that we should keep anyone Gracchus cares about away from the throne as well. Um, I think in, that should be part of us, and I'm more than happy to do that. Uh, because of the other half of this. And I think the other half of this is someone needs to catch this guy. And catch him now before he gets away. I agree. We need to grab him. Yes, um, I suppose I could try, but not quite to my uh, speciality. The one-armed wonder is going to go for a surge. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> All right, so 
uh, I use the force, I get to surge, the better I roll, the better yep. I do. Right? Can I give him a description of the yes. guy? Yes. I don't know what he looks like. It so. is a Nemoidian man. I'm just like, oh, any more... He's wearing um, noble's clothes. Um, a Nemoidian man in noble's clothes. What are you looking for? <laughs> yeah, it's four goggles. Um, he has a bag of Taco Bell with <laughs> him. Uh, 13. Yeah, uh, I so I think you'd be able to catch up to him. Um, okay. Keep an eye out for ventilation chest. Yeah. He will go up them. Okay, and I'm going... Out of the ventilation chest. They have a plus five ventilation chest. This fucking shit, okay. <laughs> so when I... Not, not to crawl again, though. They have a plus five to ventilation chest. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but the Trade Federation, half the reason that they went in those <laughs> ventilation chests is they just make excellent ventilation chests. <laughs> they, they're just incredibly good airflow with the Trade <laughs> It's actually uh, anything air ventilation chest plated. So, yeah. like... Oh yeah, that's going this way. Yeah, it's going this way for sure. Oh, yeah, the ship way. goes up for about twenty meters and then left for about forty meters. <laughs> it can blow air really hard as well. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tackle him. So before he gets to the ventilation shaft, you do tackle him straight to the ground. I made that cannon. <laughs> and so I'm, with my one arm, I do I have to do like a grapple check to like hold this. Make a make an attack roll. D twenty plus base attack. And then that disadvantage or something. No, there's no disadvantage in Star Wars. Oh, you know I have one arm, I'm good. I think yeah. for the arm, that was, like, disarm is bullshit. It's like minus 10 in grapple. It's, like it's minus five. super it's difficult. Easy. We're going to make it up because I'm yeah, having fun. it's ridiculous. And what's unarmed? One you are. <laughs> 1d4 plus half your strength. Maybe one. <laughs> Two. One. That's the most complicated fucking. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. He can't. So you just throw your shoulder into the Nemoidian. You take him down to the ground. You can't hold him there, but he is prone. Can I use my body weight to hold him? Absolutely. You just want to sit on him? More like plank. Okay. Not like spread out over him. Yeah, you kind of plank him. You want to starfish him. Okay. Um, and then, uh, uh, oh. Can I retcon a little bit and say I'm gonna grab him on the phone yeah. so people know I'm gonna grab this dude? Yeah. Okay. I think we all saw it happen. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, assuming yeah. there's a camera on the throne, we all saw it. Wow. All right. Should I make the shot? So you <laughs> tackle. I'm gonna grab my comlink again and say, "Crick, watch the exits. If there's anyone walking with him, they'll likely dash." All right. I'm gonna look at the exits. You see Frank Jr. fucking bail. <gasps> Get Frank Jr. I've said it before. You cannot trust a cannibal. <laughs> I'm sorry. This Fair. Is, I, I, I hate to just group people together like that and call them untrustworthy, but cannibals I, suck. I don't think anyone's ever said cannibals were trustworthy. Well, I don't want to be like, you know, like put them in a box and say, oh, cannibals are. Make another. What was your perception? <laughs> I make one soft one, okay. Can I grab my transponder with my one good arm? And yeah. uh, I'm gonna say to them, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna need a little more help holding this guy down. 23. You also, you notice three or four people that don't bail, but they kind of like look around them and then don't really move. Mm-hmm. There's three people acting super suspiciously, as well as Frank Jr. escaping. Notify security of the individuals. I'm gonna jump down. So, okay, make an acrobatics check. Super. Yeah. All the time we make acrobatics checks. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
make fun of Fen for running, and now we have a sprinter. This is gonna be awesome. Uh, I got it. Eighteen. Yeah, you fucking land a superhero pose on the floor. What do you want to do? Run towards Susie. You run towards Susie. Yes. I want to kick him in the face. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Um, you kick him in the face. Yeah. Make him attack roll. Okay. Yeah. Fuck him up. <laughs> I think that'll just be my base attack, right? Plus base attack, plus strength. Okay, base attack. Okay, so... 21. Yeah, you kick him right in the fucking face. <laughs> You're so... D- <laughs> 1d4 plus strength. 1d4 plus strength. Okay. So that's that pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> just looking at all the facial expressions in sound you're making. That's a four. So you deal four damage to him. Okay, good. I would like to take off in the direction Frank Jr. ran. He ran towards the star pad. So I'm going to head after him. Okay. And I'm going to, as I do, I don't know if they're slowing me down or all, but I'm going to grab my comic and say, Crick, I'm in pursuit of the cattle. There was the other three as well. Can you see him on camera? You would, are you talking about Frank? Yeah. Yes, he's heading towards the elevator up the star bed. Yes, I have visual on him. I'm in pursuit. All right. I'll head after him. Okay. See if I want to see if, see if we can get him not getting away or get a hostage. Um, there's still the matter of the three out there. We should probably tell security. We probably have them out armed. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they're, they're behind me, right? I mean, you're in a different room. You're in the camera room. Oh, yeah, you're with the camera operators. Okay. Um, I'm assuming they would be able to reach security? Yes. Okay. I tell them about everything that's going on. They will say words into their microphones. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say to the guy I'm starfishing, um... Which sounds so sexual now that I think about it. It's absolutely a sexual thing. Sweet, even better. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's real. Right? Right. Anyways, so I'm going to say to him, uh, what did you put under the throne? Nothing. Just a present for him. Well, obviously, I don't think you're telling the truth here. And well, then go check. I'm going to smack him with my stub. I'm going to fucking hit him with my stub. Base tech. Wait, I'm gonna roll this still. D20 plus base pack. Minus one. That one! Alright. You just swing your nub wildly at him. Yay! Yeah, like in fact, that. he's gonna push you off, and you guys are both gonna stand up. I'm gonna point my glass today for him. Okay. So, what did you put under there? Just a present for Gracchus. Tell me right now, or I'm gonna shoot you. Why don't you check it and find out? You gotta tell him right now. I'll just shoot him in the leg. This way. Oh my god. Yeah, Fen! I like this Fen. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> it's the cowboy dance. It's yeah. You you shoot and it hits the ground and he jumps up as like just complete reaction. Tell me or Make an intimidation. Make an intimidation. Oh yeah. Alright. He gets a plus two. It is not a thing. Oh, it's not. Really? Not in this. I guess make a persuasion, then. Persuasion? It's always the same. My fire is just separate. Yeah. A six. Can I reroll it? Yeah, dark six. side? You can dark side to add a d6. Okay. Is light side points to add a d6? There's no such... That's force points. Or force points. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, I got an eight. <laughs> He's prone with Susie. He's gonna run. He's just gonna take off. Uh, you get an attack of opportunity if you want to take it. Just wildly throw your nub out there. Sweep the leg. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna sweep the leg. Make a attack. When in doubt, trust Mr. Miyagi. That's gonna be twelve. The bad guys in the movie. So you go to sweep the leg, and he just hops out of that. See, should have listened to Mr. Miyagi. He you just barely miss him. <laughs> And what happens to use a force point on that? You can add a d6. Okay, I'll use a force point. So you reach out into the forest, just trying to get a little bit closer, and you find that your toe barely grazes him, but it doesn't affect him, and he is going to dash out. All right, I guess the chase is back on. I'm going to chase after him. I'll chase okay. after him. Okay. I think I'm already gone. I, I don't know. We didn't really set an initiative, so it just it happens as it happens. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're I mean, being relatively easy to Yeah. Okay, so you're going to chase after him. What do you want to do? He is dashing, so he's going to move twice as fast as you. I don't really have a lot of items on me. Dude, we're at a party. There's glasses in the mirror. Oh, that's fair. Is there like a vase or something? Absolutely. All right, I'm going <laughs> to force thrust it at him. Alter. Do it. <laughs> Just blast him to the floor. Blast him in the fucking face with the base. Do my own person use the back of his shoulders? Okay. That's fucking awesome. That's so cool. That's gonna be I don't know twelve for use the force. So you grab the force and you whip this base at him, and it passes right over his shoulder, hits the wall, and shatters. Hey, fam, you wanna (laughs) wanna give him a Give him the old razzle dazzle. I thought about it, but I'm not. I just shot a gun at a party. I feel like people. That's how hot parties go. I think it's officially a hot party. I already shot one, so why not? Let's take aim. Like a fracky wedding with at least three deaths. Yes. Considered a dull affair. That's such a good voice. Careful shot. God, that guy is in in blood. In blood. He does not get enough recognition. That guy's voice is hard. 14. Oh, yeah. yeah, you fucking wreck him. Okay. Feel some damage. I want to shoot him in the egg. The, in the egg? Shoot him in the egg. He's a bird. What bird is he saying? No, no egg. You deal 17 damage to him? Mm-hmm. He's fucking dead. <laughs> no, no. Just right between the shoulder blades down. I didn't out. mean to kill him. Oh. <laughs> So we both stop running, I'm guessing. Shit. And I look over at Fen and I go, Well, you stopped him. Uh, can you just revive him with your Jedi powers? So you can tell us what to do. We're yeah, running. Bush raised that. You know? Sadly, I never got to that lesson. Oh, fuck. Alright. Well, I, I think there's more of them, right? Just to be clear, this guy brought Greg as a present. <laughs> According to him. <laughs> yeah, nobody went to, like, check the throne. They were just like, we'll chase the guy down. Oh, I didn't want to explode him. I would have wanted to chase the guy who ran right? Yep. And he eats people, so I'm not going to feel bad. Yep. He's playing. Okay, so that? let's go back to Nimi. Okay, God. So I would be running after him. I believe we were headed in the direction of the landing pad. Yes. So there's an elevator up the landing pad. You're going to meet up with him while he's, like, pushing the elevator button, trying to get the elevator to come to him. So as I'm, how far, what's the gap between us? 25 feet. So as I'm running up to him and he's waiting for the elevator, I actually want to slow down, 
I am going to draw my pistol, but not point it at him. I don't know if he's even looking yet. But I'm going to try to persuade him to calm down. My hopes are to convince him that I'm not his enemy. And that comes up to, I think, a 21. I just came here for a party. I didn't I didn't know we were going to get festive. It is all right, Frank. Junior. Frank Junior. Calm down. All right. We were simply here because we were informed that somebody, possibly a hut, might transgress against Gracchus tonight. And you think it was me? You did flee at first opportunity. I'm scared. Hold me. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're coming for a hug. Uh, I'm not going to move, but I'm going to let him hug me. Perhaps you should stay in the hallway for a moment and collect yourself. All right. There's no insight or anything to see if he's being honest. I don't want to roll. I just trust him. Okay. You do perception. That doesn't allow you to see me into it. Like, but there's no insight. Honestly, if that was his bluff, I'm going to say he earned it. <laughs> I mean, that was like the one answer. Like, dude, I ran. Stay in the hallway and collect yourself. It is possibly not done being dangerous in there. And I will return for you when we're safe. All right. Very well. You come back for me? Yeah, probably. I'm going to pull up my communicator and I guess touch base. Can I just broadcast everyone or is it a one direction contact? Group call? Group call. I mean, you, yeah, Group I guess. Group FaceTime. Hey. It's a fucking iPhone. Yeah. So, no, you know what? I'm not even. I in the sky. I'm going to message Crick and be like, my friend, it seems that this individual simply fled out of fear and the commotion. Um, what does the throne room look like? Um, correlates in chaos. Um, Susie, I mean, the Fen has killed uh, the pursuer. <laughs> I see, I see. Still unaware of what was dropped under the throne. Do they need me there? You'd be better served there. Very well. I will return to them. Okay. It was tough. I probably want to go exploring and see if I can find shit. That is always fun, yeah. But if you guys need me. So I'll head back to the throne room, but I'm not going to go past the entrance. Was that the public entrance that he ran? No, that was the one that leads to the... No, um, Frank was running towards the star pad. Yes. The Nemoidian was heading towards the public. Okay. Since we filled security in, would security be checking on that president? You would think so, but nobody is. (laughs) Any uh, word on the people that I talked about? Yeah, security hold those. Okay, nobody can get a hold of Greg. Ah. Mm. I told you. Inside job. But then why would he tell us? Why would he tell us that he... Because we are the scapegoats, Susie. We are in more danger than I foresaw. Someone check under the throne. (sighs) I'll do it. I can afford to lose a hand. Make a gather information or investigation, whichever it is. I believe it is gather information. Yes. Eleven. You start rooting around in there, and there's an object that you don't really recognize, but you're also not used to just, like, rummaging around underneath thrones. Is it wrapped in decorative paper? Yes. <laughs> we have a problem. This is 
possibly an actual presence, whether it is a threat remains to be seen. <laughs> I guess he should have told me what it was. I wasn't there to tell you he did. Make a perception. Me? Yeah. Eight plus six is fourteen. The present is beeping. My word. I believe this may be a detonating device. I'll be out of there, out there as soon as I can. Yes, we may need your expertise, my friend. And I run out. Okay. Um, And as you're running out, you do hear one of the security members in the room mentioning that Gracchus' shuttle is about to arrive. Okay. Um, tell him to hold off on the landing pad for a second. Um, and then I'm I gonna, I don't work for you, but okay. <laughs> possible bomb threat. Don't want him to blow to pieces. Yet. Um, and then could I do would I be doing just a mechanics check on it? Yes. Okay. You're working on the present? Yes. Okay. There's a weird spinning part, and as you spin it, it goes, Welcome to Bop It! Press one! <laughs> <laughs> Bop it! Pull it! Um, 33. So with a 33, you delicately unwrap the present, not wasting a single piece of wrapping paper or ribbon. Ooh. It's very impressive. Oh my. Um... As you spend about two minutes completely unwrapping this thing, you set the paper aside neatly folded. It is a bomb with five seconds left. Okay, fuck you. I didn't mean, I meant the whole thing, not just the wrapping paper. Like, why does it have five seconds? The practice isn't even here. No one said they were good at their job. Okay, another fucking mechanics check. No. 18 plus 18. Whatever the fuck that is. 36? Is it the red wire or the green wire? <laughs> fuck you. Is it the red wire? Or the I green should wire? know what wire. Is it the red wire? Or I green should wire? fucking know what wire. Pick a wire. Then oh. answer if you know. Alright, fuck you. Green. Oh my god, he's rolling. <laughs> 1 through 10, it's red. 11 through 20, it's Suck green. Suck my dick. 17, it's green. Oh, Jesus. The bomb does not go off. You snip the green wire with three seconds left on the bomb. It does not explode. Everyone hurrays, cheers. You're the hero of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Ben pops off his gun three shots into the ceiling. His first death pop. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't roll these 66. Well, oh my god, that's the day saved, I guess. I love how, like, as that got drunk, we're like, this is getting easier and easier, and all of a sudden it was like, dude, he's about to end it. Yeah, we're all about to fucking die. Oh my god. I guess when he hits eight, it becomes violent. So, Gracchus' shuttle arrives. You do notice a bunch of people scatter. More than just the three you noticed on the camera. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everybody scatters. The party's over. She saw those awesome centipede legs. Yes. Gracchus still has the centipede legs. He's got, like, giant centipede legs. Yeah. I love it. What a marvelous machination. And Gracchus will enter the throne room. I can only imagine how cool that sound has to be. Like, I'm going to bow courteously. 
and Matt will or Greg will arrive. Right. Matt slash Greg. But Greg. I, I speak for Greg because he currently does not speak basic. I speak Hatties. Are you fucking kidding? Oh. I took I have linguist because I'm a noble. Oh, you're a G. <laughs> so in Hatties, I would say, first of all, I would say, I appreciate that, McGreg. And then I would turn to uh, Gracchus and in Hatties say, Welcome, illustrious and noble Gracchus the Hut. I am Dr. Nima Fitzterpak Harfurlenfjord. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. <laughs> you have done well. You have protected my life and the life of my employees and family. Name it, and it shall be yours. You're late. <laughs> Give me the legs! Give me the legs! God. Well, if you must. Me and my comrades here have traveled quite a distance, and we are looking for... I'm being mimed at. Please don't. Ship. Uh, yeah. You have a ship. We have a fucking money. shuttle. Money. Money. That's it. It's so liquid. <laughs> <laughs> millions. Millions. Yeah. Me and my comrades here have traveled quite a distance seeking refuge on your planet. And we are very grateful that your majesty would oblige. I first noticed the incredible prosthesis you travel upon, and a friend of mine is in need of such repair. I am a skilled surgeon, if you need any repair to your cybernetics, but I would humbly ask that we receive compensation, enough currency for me to repair my comrade, and if you are amenable, I would seek steady employ, enough for us to at least get enough means to seek passage off this world. For saving my life, I will give you 42,000 credits. Your graciousness was not exaggerated, Lord Gracchus. Um, also, can every time, since I have no idea what he's yeah, saying, can, every time yeah. Nimi bows, can I just, like, parrot him? Just, yeah. like, copy every time he does it to seem polite? Yeah. That's the Susie thing. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to take the phone that I was given and gesture it back to him and say, we were given these by your security team so that we may assist you, but they are yours. However, if you wish... I could hold on to it, and that way you could contact us if you are ever in need of our assistance again. Keep them. We can always afford more iPhone 13s. <laughs> Product placement. <laughs> Thank you again. But more importantly, and I'm going to, in basic, turn to everyone and be like, I believe this is supposed to be a party in honor of this great and powerful hut. Everyone, raise your glass to the illustrious and powerful Gracchus. Long may he reign. And uh, all I yeah. say is, uh, as the party begins to resume, I turn to Nimi and go, Nimi, I, I have to thank you for all of your help today. Uh, you have made saving you and Crick from uh, Mustafar very worthwhile, 
and you've earned a place right here. I'm, I'm pointing at my heart audience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, always such a vulnerable audience, but not without capacity to improve. <laughs> Despite that, I am endeared. And I must t- tell you that we have considerable considerable amount of credits we have acquired. And Susie goes, just one more reason to thank Dr. Yoon. Huzzah! <laughs> I think we will fade to black with you guys celebrating at the party, which is now in full swing. Yeah! That was good. That was Woo. a good episode. With the big guy in the ground. <laughs> You have just finished Chapter 15 of Star Wars Nightfall. Nightfall is Peyton Castle as Susie, Richard Capasil as Crick, Justin Chapman as Fenn, Rob Hunter as Dr. Nimi, BFM as Nellos Kath, and myself, Zach Som, as the Galaxy Master. We'll be back in just two weeks with Chapter 16. Call of Wars. Speaking of which, I started playing Call of Duty again this week. The new Modern Warfare? No. <laughs> I'm not toxic enough to ever play the current Call of Duty, so I downloaded it. I cannot play shooters because much like in real life, if when someone points a gun at me, my first instinct is not to shoot back, I just run like a bitch. Every video game. The only one, what is it, uh, Warzone River, where you play those in oh, yeah. town? I yeah. can last to be like one of the last three because I hide under the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only, and then it gets down to the last three and all I've been is a spawn point for my team. That's the only service I provide. That's pretty useful though. When we get to the last little courtyard, they sprint out there and get shot in the face. <laughs> I'm a scared guy. I don't know. I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> deal with all these people coming in. Bartholomew the Hut. Bartholomew? Yes. Mule. I love it. (laughs) We believe Bartholomew the Hut is staging an attack tonight to interrupt the festivities. Oh, wait, why don't we just do Graboid? Because Graboid's not a real character. He could be. That's the twist. That's the twist, is he actually is a character. (laughs) That's why everyone gets confused when he says it. When I'm in need of clean energy and laser focus, I take a moment to meditate, reaching out to ghost energy. Have no fear. I'm here to provide you the focus and energy you seek. Take this can of Strabango Margarita Ghost Energy and fulfill your destiny. My goodness, this divine liquid is clear and its flavor is superb. Is it truly vegan and gluten-free? Indeed, young one. Is it true that it has zero sugar? Not a sugar to find. It also lists a multitude of nutritious vitamins that can't be possible. But it is! Ghost energy is transparent in their labeling, making it clear to the people what they are drinking. Then I shall meditate more often, for I shall see myself wanting more. It is much easier than that, child. 
You can find it in stores near you and find a link in the show notes of Nightfall episodes for a 20% discount on ghost energy products.